And whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. So even, even, even in terms of like what the goal is, what, can, what you can and can't do, like are there restrictions? Like can you... There's no limits. There's nothing that no you limits. can't do. I mean, right. you can detect anything. It's just about whether you succeed or not. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you say, I'm going to try and fly, I'm going to run off this cliff and throw myself out, you're just probably going to fall and die. Yeah, because yeah. Because you can't fly, but you can, but you then can, how you can try. So when you say probably, who decides, given that you can choose anything? Well, I decide how... how Unlikely. What kind of check it is, but then the dice decides how successful that check is. Like, if you try and, like, uh, throwing yourself off the building doesn't really make sense. But no. if you try to climb, <laughs> if you try to climb a really tall tower, yeah, yeah, that that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to. Like, if the game expected you to go up the stairs inside the tower and fight everyone <coughs> on every level along the way, yeah, and you decide to go outside and climb up ten stories of demon tower, yeah. I would say that's an athletics check, probably multiple checks. I would say probably three athletics checks. And then if you roll three really good checks, you climb to the top, skip all the bad guys, and it's just you face to face with whoever's at the top there. Okay, and so what are checks? When you say checks, what's a check? So a check is where you roll the d20, which is of those dice you've got there, it's the one with the most sides. Yeah. Um, and then you add your athletics. So if you go to your phone and look at your character sheet, and you go to the sort of second one that had all the skills listed, yeah. like perception and investigation. Yeah, yeah. One of those will say athletics, and then it'll have a little number beside it. Okay, yeah. So what's the number? Three, plus three. three. So you would add three to all those rolls as you were climbing the outside of this tower. Okay. And that would determine how successful you are. Now the number you would have to beat, let's say you rolled a 10 plus three is 13. Yeah. If in my head the predetermined difficulty was 12, and you got a 13, then you would succeed. Okay. And you wouldn't fall, you would just keep climbing. Yeah. And then the next check, same thing. So okay, on. okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the basis of the game. So you need to have quite a deep knowledge of, of things. Of yes, of, of, I do. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. guys don't need to have a deep knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I definitely do. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But it gets more fun. The, the more you play, that's why it, I'm glad that we're trying to make this a fairly regular, you know, on a, on a, like a bi-weekly basis yeah, type yeah. thing. Because the more you get into it, not only do you get into the, like any video game, you get into the quest and yeah, you yeah, start yeah. getting excited about to see what's on the other side of the door, yeah. kind of thing, uh, or see what happens next. It's also, um, you know, when you, like I said, when you get, get your head around the rules enough for you to figure out what you want to do without it being something, oh, can I do this? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah not I mean? continually asking yeah, yeah, questions. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, again, we are still doing to yeah, some extent, yeah, so don't, yeah. don't, don't worry about that. But okay. Should I, uh, sorry, should I pick out? The, for yeah. now, the you ones can pick that, out the ones that you have prepared. Because I guess this is the... And the one I have prepared are all of them, isn't it? The ones I have. Yeah. So, the not, sorcerer has access to way more than just the ones you've got prepared. But the way the sorcerer learns things is that they innately just wake up one morning and go, Oh, I know a new thing. So they... So I could, detect, I could technically change these, if I want. Mm, it depends. But I not now, but like, say, if, before we do next time, or something. Uh, I think, let me, let me double check. Sorcerers, I think, are one okay. of the few classes that can't do that. Right, right. Um, what are you trying to change? Uh, I don't spells, actually, you know. yeah, because I have like a list of the spells that I've chosen to, okay. to do. But when I chose them, and I made the character, I'm like, I don't really know what's going to be. Exactly I same mean, here. I have, I have a, a jump ability that I've never yeah. used. Yeah, but yeah. it's probably, at some point, for me to be able to jump crazy high. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I like that, I, I like my skills, I just yeah, that's really it. So ever there, go there for is... Firebolt, Firebolt. <laughs> <laughs> there is there's an overwhelming number of kind of skills and things to choose from as yes. I was creating a character. Yes. And without knowing what you, regular things to come up or it's just potluck. It's, it's know, almost just, impossible because it's, it's so much up to the situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorcerers do not prepare spells. You have a smaller list of available spells compared to like a wizard or a cleric, but in exchange you can readily cast any of them whenever you like. They're always prepared. Rather than writing them down in a spell book and then trying to memorize them every morning and oh, swap them out, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't do the swap out. You just know them and wait till you learn the next one. And that I do when I reach like uh, level five, for example, I get to pick yeah. more, right? You get to pick more, yeah. yeah. And cool. as you level up, you also get more slots, more spell slots, which are those little tiny oh, the, circles. The circles yeah. there, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. but the cantrips, which is lowest you, level of spells, yeah, you they can don't do. consume any slots, yeah. and you can cast them as many times as you cool. want. Cool. Just double checking before we get going. Let's see. 
I have a charm person skill. I like that one. Nice. Um, this guy so. These are nice, these cards. Yeah. They're in good quality. I'm very pleased with them. I don't know why I'm so excited about that. But. Well, cards are great. Okay, <laughs> let's do a quick recap of where you guys were at. You'd just been given a tour of many things incorporated. Mm -hmm. You'd chosen to take the audition given to you by Jasmine, the CEO. Yeah. And you had successfully dispatched a tentacled starfish made of fleshy clockwork. And by you did throwing it, it down the pit. Yeah, by, by throwing a patch from your robe of useful items that then became a pit. So it's like a, a, an item that has items on it. Okay. And so, like a Swiss Army knife, when you need a certain thing, you take the patch off and it becomes that thing. Okay, okay. Uh, and so they made great use of the pit to try to outmaneuver this weird clockwork <laughs> organic creature. It was great. Um, then you were in, inducted into, well, you're in the process of being inducted into the One-Eyed Jacks, which is the sort of retrieval uh, employees of this corporation that go out and retrieve creatures or objects to be made into cards that then get put into decks of many things and get sent out into the multiverse. So you're part of this sort of production line. And you've heard rumors that it pays well, but you don't know yet because you're at the window speaking to one of the Intians who has introduced themselves as, I think, Zane? Is that, is that who I called them? I can't remember the name I gave them, but it was something like that. Yeah. Let's say Zane. Yeah. And in parentheses, Billy Zane. Um, <laughs> although they look identical to every other Intian you've come across. What's an Intian? Uh, an Intian is a race of beings that they've been introduced to. For as long as they can remember, they have uh, what's the word? done business in this way, sort of harvesting uh, items and creatures and distributing them out into the world to sort of maintain balance in the universe is what they call it. It's, they've been doing it for so long, they can't remember how it began or how long they've been doing it for. And they live in this sort of like these series of floating pieces of land in this black swirling void, just these floating bits of land. And there's these big metal buildings on each of the floating pieces. And they don't, the party does not know much about them aside from that. Okay. They have uh, slightly pointier features. They look vaguely humanoid, but yeah, they seem like a bit weird. Okay. Yeah. And how much of all this are you making up and how much of it is dictated by a thing behind there? I don't, I don't. Um, well, the story part of it, I'm, I'm making up all of it. Right, okay. I'm taking pieces of the story from things that exist in the D&D world, mm -hmm. but I'm not, like, playing a pre-made story that I purchased. Yeah, yeah. I did talk about doing that with you guys at a later date, um, but that's not what we're doing at the moment. Okay, okay. And if I'm doing it right, you shouldn't be able to tell the difference yeah, between yeah, the yeah. two. Yeah, um, cool. yeah. And we'll get to Sean's character in a bit, but at the moment, you guys are at the window speaking to Zane, and he says, hello. Welcome to the One-Eyed Jacks. Are you new? Indeed. Oh, you are. I am Zane, an arcane intelligence. How can I help you today? Uh, we, we want some money. Oh, well, you need to retrieve something. What would you like to retrieve? Well, oh, do you have a list of things? Can we, can we, what, what can we choose from? Well, How does this work? We're new. The way this works is, as an arcane intelligence, I have insight into your skills, your abilities. Your level of progression. And then you see his eyes kind of like flicker through a series of different colors, like yellow, green, orange. And then he just keeps flickering as he looks to each of you and he says, Ah, accomplished. I think this card would be the appropriate one for you. And he just, the card appears under his hand as he slides it towards you. Do you look at it? Yeah. Yes. I'll grab right. it. Yes. You pick it up and it says, uh, it's empty. All these cards that you've drawn from the deck of many things before have been you know, a picture of a thing, and then it's got the name of it written at the bottom, but this just has the name written at the bottom. And it says, uh, star. And it's got a big blank, blankness. Now, we have a lead on where you might retrieve this piece of star, but you'll need to go into the transportation chamber on the left for your full briefing. I'll give you a partial one. Basically, the fragment of star is contained within a cave system. The cave system is populated by some less than savory characters at the moment. 
we would like you to retrieve this star and use this card to capture it and bring it back to us. How, how does that work exactly? Do you just like throw the card at it? That will be explained to you in the briefing room, but you basically activate the card when you feel that the creature or object is in a sufficiently vulnerable state and then uh, it is captured within the card if you've sufficiently weakened it. We kick it. We kick the star, bro. Kicking is one of your options, yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Do you have any other questions? Yeah, how, how does it work? With, how, how much money do we get if we come back with the star in this card? Mm, this star, and then you see his eyes flicker through different colors, is worth 5,000 gold pieces. Right, I'm, I'm gonna try and persuade him. I'll say, how about, let, let's make it seven. Okay, roll a persuasion check. Natural 20. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, hmm, let me, cool. let me run my scan again. And he quickly goes, different colors flickering through his eyes, and he looks at both of you. And he says, you're right. This mission will be a challenge for you. 7,000 seems appropriate. Neat. Nice. Good job, man. Do you have any other questions? Can we get like a receipt or anything for this? <laughs> <laughs> you see him do what he approximates to be a chuckle. <laughs> uh, the card is enough. That will get you back in here. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you, Zane. I'll put my hand up to do a high five. He goes like this. He raises his hand and stiffly sort of moves his whole hand towards you. Ah, excellent. And it feels surprisingly tangible, like for an arcane intelligence, whatever that means. It has like tangibleness to it. Nice. Uh, quick like pause it. while I check the printer. I'm a fan um, of Zane. Actually, also, I don't want it to be a surprise. I want to listen to this bit of music that you've composed. We have, okay. we have fight music now, because we were joking about this last time. We wanted boss music when we were fighting. Okay. So he's put together then. <laughs> uh, before we continue, Sam. Sweet. Uh, Ooh, you you remember good. last time you spoke about that wall shape bit? Mm -hmm. And that, that increases with each level, so I'm now... Is this your new... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Here you have like persuasion and insight and all this, all these kinds of. Often, if you want to do a thing, and Sam says, "Oh, roll a whatever check," then it's like one of these, okay. and then okay. you'll get like your pluses there to like the twenty, okay. uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the d twenty that you roll, um, and stuff like that will increase as yeah, your yeah. stats increase. So you get better your spells. So, like for example, on on the firebolt one. Um, I think it says somewhere down here. Oh yeah, so this spell's damage increases by 1d20 when you reach 5th level. So you do double damage, basically. Okay, so okay. Yeah, I yeah. roll 1d10, which is that one, yeah. for damage now. But when yeah. I, if I level up again, I'll, I can suddenly do double damage okay, with my spell. Okay. So leveling up is quite a big deal. You don't do yeah. it often, yeah. but it means quite a lot when you do it. Cool. It's quite fun. Nice. Uh, did you find a, a page oh, on the It's like a six levels all here, it says on the... Half. Let's check out this list of wild shape options. Click that green thing, and then you'll see... Uh, all the, so that's a zero challenge rating. Yeah. Um, oh, and you yeah, can probably see, refine yeah. them if you look through like... Show me yeah filters filter and that'll yeah, show filter. you a certain challenge rating. Is that what it's Yeah. Oh yeah, those. You guys can choose like a little thing to represent you to make avatar. it easier to see Ooh. when there's a map. That's me. That's me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little. You're a little guy. Although we've got two little guys. Have you painted them? Uh, no, they came like this. I think one of them is unpainted. Oh man, this reminds me so much of uh, Warhammer. Yeah, <laughs> I said, exactly. did, you ever, did you ever play Warhammer as yeah, well? I, I never played that. I, either, I, I yeah. used to play it and I used to pay, I loved painting yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. fucking sucked at it. Like, oh, I'm going to make this more purple. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, you guys can, can pick one. Okay, so you. Um, actually, yeah, let's, let's choose which one you guys want to be. There it is. It doesn't have to be the physical stature that matches, it could be well, the, I feel like the sort of occupation that the person seems to have. That looks like a, like a druid. Yeah, it does. I'm a druid too. She looks quite druidy. Nice. But I'm a, does it matter that I'm a lady? Yeah, well, the, the, little, the little, what's the thing? The that little thing doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just to sort of keep track of where we all yeah. move back. Because okay. we used to have little weird tokens. Okay, I'll put these on the back. So. It differentiates between you guys and uh, okay. the bad guys. But you're missing one. Who's the, oh yeah, the little one over there. Cool. Awesome. Alright, so you walk away from the window where you were just speaking to Zane. And then you see... Uh, describe your character for me, Sean. 
Like, what do they look like physically? Physically, my character is, um, well, as a half-orc, obviously, it has kind of um, a human, human face with kind of um, bulbousy kind of scale, sort of scaly, kind of greeny skin, but only mm-hmm. kind of half, not, not full-orc. Um, Maybe some, like, tusks, little tiny ones? Yeah, yeah, kind of like uh, half-formed kind of tusks and, um, and has a long black ponytail. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Specific. Much like a samurai might have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, you're wearing probably like leather armor, I would say? Um, yeah, it's a leather armor. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you see, as you turn away from the window, you see this huge towering like half orc in leather armor with this anxious look on their face, kind of like looking around fervently, looking for something and sort of like wringing their hands in concern. And you think, this is weird. All the other adventuring parties that were in the queue for Zane's window have dispersed, except for this character. And that's you. And at the moment, you're looking for someone to, as we know, help you with this card, this, uh, what's the word, assignment you've been given. You feel you've taken on more than you can chew, basically, and you're looking for someone to, to help you with it. Okay. So, that's what you see. You also see, beyond this worried character, is a doorway that you didn't notice before because you just walked down the opposite end of the room previously when you were just sort of going for your audition. And the doorway presumably leads to where Zane was pointing to the uh, briefing room, transportation chamber, whatever. Where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Uh, should, should we investigate that uh, lonely looking orc? Well, I feel like, or we just ignore him and yeah. we just dash. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a thief and a scoundrel. Yeah, we got seven grand on our. Yeah, I don't really want to split it. that with someone else, though. No. <laughs> 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 Sorry, y'all, mate. <laughs> End of my turn. <laughs> uh, you see yep. that they are walking towards the briefing room, sort of like. Avoiding your gaze. (laughs) Look down, man. Something, something inside you sort of snaps, and you find yourself like charging over to them and like picking up one of them, the littler one. Actually, they're both little. (laughs) (laughs) You pick up one in each hand in sort of like an imploring stance, like you, you, you guys, you look, you look capable. Can you help me? You see a half orc run over to you and pick you up bodily with a worried look on their face. What do you do? Capable of what? I, feel <laughs> I say, unhand me, beast, mister. <laughs> what do you do? Um, I, I tell, I tell them that I have um, a debt, and that I'm concerned for my own life, and that I need help. Okay, make what, a, you, want, you want money. Make a persuasion check. Make a persuasion check. So, what do I do? Uh, the the, the D20. The 20? Yep, that, that yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one you're going to roll most of the time. And then persuasion is on the left-hand side. Okay, 16 plus 1. Oh, 17. Okay. You feel the emotion in this half-orc's voice get through to you on some level, and you feel as though he's not asking for money, he's asking for you to help him get money. And you feel that he's in a dire situation. I'll bit his arm and shout on handmade beast. <laughs> okay, roll a bite attack, which I'll say is just like your strength modifier. Uh, Whatever strength is. Strength is <laughs> minus one. Okay, so we'll see how well Which this one works. is? It's the many sided one. So, which one? The, the most sided Oh, the. Nope. The that one, yeah. Okay, five plus minus whatever. Four. You feel you feel a light pressure on your upper forearm as tiny <laughs> tiny teeth compress the leather armor, and you are a little confused as to what's going on. Uh, but you get the sense he may have coughed on you. <laughs> yeah, sneeze. And you feel your teeth kind of a little bit. Uh, unpleasant against the hard surface of the leather. <laughs> what, what did it taste like? I ask for it. Like a camel. A camel. <laughs> Could be camel leather. It's very possible. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a well-traveled uh, half-orc. Okay, you, you, I'm, I'm narrating the bits where I feel like your uh, desperation is sort of causing you to act impulsively. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you feel that this rush of anxiety 
recedes a little bit and you come back to yourself a little bit more and you decide to put them down and, and realize how, how did I pick them up in the first place? You know, when, when people just see red and act and then come back to consciousness and you start to uh, yeah, feel more normal again. Okay. And you feel the half orc put you down and sort of compose themselves a little bit. What do you do? What, what, what do you need? What was going on? Who are you? How much money do you need, dude? Um, it's probably too much for the, the task you've been given, or that I've been given, but I'd like to find companions to help me find more money, more regularly. Just generally. How much do you owe? I don't know how much money is in this game. Um, I will say... You're, you feel embarrassed by it. So make, make a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, that will be, uh, my persuasion is quite high though. I wrote an eight persuasion, 13. 13. Um, you are too embarrassed to discuss it. So you'll, you'll have to find a different way of explaining that. Okay. Um, it's, I can't tell you how much, but I can tell you that it's, my life is in imminent danger. You uh, remember that you have the card that Zane had given you during your allocation, as mm -hmm, it were, mm -hmm. and you think to yourself that uh, maybe if you show the card, you will okay. make your case clearer. Okay, yeah. Um, I have a card. Ooh. I have a card. What was, what, what was, what was it for? Uh, on the card, it's blank just like yours, except for the word uh, flames. What, 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 what flames? Any flames? I can throw a fireball at it. Um, you remember that your briefing with Zane described that the flame... Sorry? No, no, no. Just the, the flame card is... Uh, it, it requires you to capture a devil and you capture them in the card, and it's one of the more like uh, challenging cards that you could be given. Um, make an insight check, both of you guys. Um, 15. 15? Insight is plus 1, 11. Okay. Uh, you both get the sense, and I don't use, it very, use the phrase very lightly, but you get the sense that it's a very metal card to have. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, well, how about you come along with us to get our card sorted and then we come and help you with yours? And if they are in the same place, that would be neat. But you're not sharing the money, no? No, no, I mean, we get the money for our yeah. card, you get the money for your card, and we sort of, you know, okay, you look okay. like a capable, strapping <laughs> young fella. Okay. I'm sure, I'm sure you can be useful if we get into a pickle. That you would feel be can you turn? Can you turn yes. into a bear? You're yes. druid, right? Yes, yes. Because yes. he can turn into a bear. It's proven to be quite useful because I okay. can't fight. It's very proven very to be quite useful. <laughs> 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 nice. Uh, okay. What were you going to say? Do I, with the bear, is that something I would have, would have chosen? Uh, no, it's wild, wild shape is one of your innate class abilities. Right. And that gives you the ability to transform into any animal up to a certain challenge rating that Aranas mm -hmm. has just been looking through. Okay. Could you send that link on the, uh, to, to, on the WhatsApp chat and then I can send it to Sean. Okay, yeah. Um, cool, awesome. We have a... Let's uh, proceed to the... Uh, let's proceed to the, the, the briefing thing, and then yeah. we can uh, figure out... I don't really know where to find, to find this devil flame. Do you, do you know where you find your devil flame? You've been told by Zane that you need to get the details in the briefing room. Yeah, uh, similar. I, cool. um, I'm going to get yeah, briefed. Then we can figure out the deeds later, though. So yeah. But then we can... Yeah, yeah. Three heads are better than two. Indeed. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, yeah. so you head towards the briefing room. <laughs> I presume that you head towards the briefing room. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You go inside and you see a dimly lit room with a huge crystal ball in the center. Like the size of a beach ball, if you knew what a beach ball was, which you don't. Um, <laughs> and you see another Intian sort of standing in the shadows that comes forward and says, Oh, hello. My name's Jesse. Everybody roll an inside check. Four. <laughs> Nine, right? Oh. 
Six. Plus insight. Ten. Eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, eight in total. And yours is ten? Ten, yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Milksteak and Asker get the sense that this is an Intian that looks like all the other ones. And you don't really get the sense that it's very... They all look the same and sound the same to you uh, in this moment. But uh, what's your character's name again? Uh, Smorgasbord and Silius. Smorgasbord. <laughs> Smorgasbord Din? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Smorgasbord and you get the sense that this Intian of the few you've encountered has a more like surfer dude vibe than the rest of them. Okay. Yeah. Something about the inflection in what he said. Chill guy. You don't know, maybe it's his posture. Yeah. yeah. He seems kind of a bit crunchier than everyone else. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. And he says, welcome to the briefing room. Can I see your cards, please? Okay. And he takes the cards oh. from you and he looks and he says, uh, you together on this errand, do you intend to operate as a group to achieve these? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's the plan. Do you call yourselves anything? For my records, do I... The bumblebees. The bumblebees, okay. Let I me just, just made put that an in my records. decision. <laughs> you, you, see, well, you, see, you see him write, like, with nothing on his arm, and nothing that you can see, and you wonder what he's writing on and why he's doing that. Okay, so bumblebees. These two cards, these two, well, one is an object, one is a creature. These are going to be tricky to find in the same place, so give me one moment. And then he walks over to the crystal ball in the center, and he starts going like this. And from the corner of your eye, you notice all these, like, locations just keep, like, scrolling past. Like, one's a cave, one's a big tree, one's underground, one's in a castle. And you wonder what he's doing, because he's not talking. But he's just staring and looking at the cards and flicking through these different crystal ball locations. Um, so time do we, do passes. We, do we have turns or do you just no, go no, you randomly? Yeah, you only no, have just, turns just in, uh, in okay. combat. If right. you're fighting something, there's turns, but otherwise yeah. you can say whatever you want. Okay, okay. And do feel free to just uh, say and do shit. You don't have to consult like yeah. I just did with the okay. bumblebees. Okay. Because it's more fun. Because <laughs> that's what people do in real life, right? It's the first yeah, group yeah, yeah. I've had. That I've, I've had so many groups. Like, Six. Yeah. And this is the first one that's actually managed to name themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm very, I'm very impressed. Um, cool. I like it. Uh, yeah. So at the moment, you guys are just waiting. You can do whatever you want. You can... Are there any chairs in this room? No. So we can I ask you do. questions about the air, about the situation, about the environment. You, you can ask about... me questions about the situation and the environment. You can yeah. also ask characters in the world yeah, questions yeah, yeah. that you feel are relevant. Okay. Okay. I'm going to walk up and stand right next to this Jesse fellow mm -hmm. and just uh, sort of... Because he's, he's got his back turned, right? Looking at this stuff. Yeah, he's back turned to you, but you can see what he's looking at because the ball is so big. And he's quite tall, I guess, yeah? They're all kind of average height, maybe above average height. So, so taller than you guys, yeah. Yeah, so could I try to climb him on, on his shoulders and just look at the location? You can certainly try. Three. Okay. You managed to walk <laughs> over to him, and then you've managed to like almost grip the robe, but then the robe kind of like slips out of your hands as if it's made of soap, and you're not sure whether it's your clumsiness or his robe is somehow enchanted, but you don't get a good grip. And then he turns to you and says, please, I'm concentrating. There are many different permutations of this universe that we need to find. And then he goes like this. Uh, I guess we should leave him to just do it. <sighs> Okay, so I found, I found a possible candidate of all the universes in the multiverse. This is the only one where these two object and creature are nearby each other. Okay, they're within a cave system. It's a very unusual set of circumstances that have led them to be together. So you don't have a backup universe if you guys screw this one up. Okay? Okay. Cool. Can, okay, cool. Can, can we visit multiple? Multiple multiverses. Well, the way it usually works is that... Oh, multiple multiverses? No, there's just, there's just one multiverse. But you can visit multiple universes if, for example, you go to one and fail, you can come back and we can send you to another one in which that object or creature still exists or exists in a way that you can now access them. Can I ask if it would be... Given, given the location of both of them and how dangerous that might be, the cave system, would it be more dangerous to do the one location or to find two locations 
and take a little bit longer. The danger doesn't, uh, isn't changed by their proximity to each other. Right. It will be challenging either way. Okay. Cool. Cool. He so says, how, does this, how does this work then? So what you do is you all put your hands or anything that makes you touch the crystal ball, and then I send you as close as I can to that location. You all need to concentrate on that location while you're holding onto it to make sure you don't end up too far away from it. Cool. And then you'll appear there. And then when we find... Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we find, find our stuff, how, how do we get it into the card? Well, what you do is, when you feel the creature or object is sufficiently vulnerable, accessible, you hold the card out and activate it, much as you would any magical item, which is just using your, your will, basically. Right, okay. The, the activating it is not the tricky part. The tricky part is judging whether or not that creature is weak enough to be captured at that yeah. time. I see. I see. Okay. Um, I think we're going to need assistance from our newly acquired orc to lift us up and hold us by the next to the ball, so you can touch the magic ball. <laughs> well, it's, it's quite big. It's on a pedestal about your height, so if you, oh, if you we touch, can reach it. We can you, re you reach above your heads to touch it, yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right, so you all touch <laughs> it. <on> this. <laughs> uh, you all touch it. Now, everybody roll a constitution check for me. So instead of using one of your tiny bits of little writing, you're going to use one of the big Ooh. skills, which... Constitution uh, here, plus zero. Oh, there, plus zero. Oh, plus zero, yeah. So, I rolled two. Two, okay. <laughs> I rolled 18, but I have minus. Oh no, that's not a saving. It's the one, oh. the big square oh. on the left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Plus zero. Oh, but, yeah. but 18. Okay, I cool. Uh, 20. 20, 20. okay, yeah. cool. Oof. All right, so you feel so blackness encompass your vision, and you feel yourself pulled by the stomach, in a way, towards the sort of endless void. And then that moment stretches on for a little while, and then you all appear, but in different locations. So, where's my dice? You have a pouch too. Mm. I have a pouch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. Uh, you rolled the 18, right? You appear in a sort of grassy field, and to your left you see a big dark forest, and to your right you see a, uh, a cave entrance with this sort of tar, sticky tar substance sort of leading out from that entrance. Above the forest on your left is like a plume of smoke rising into the sky that seems like it was from quite a big fire. You rolled 20, mm -hmm. you arrive 10 feet to the right of him, even closer to that cave entrance, and you see the same thing that I just described. Yeah. Um, no mistake, when he comes back, when he comes back, he will find himself in a location. <laughs> I was just, what is it? I'm gonna leave my phone there. So that it gets reception. When I, when I know I've made a cock up, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I now know what to do. Just clap. What are you making? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing a kind of um, non-league football one. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll turn them off so I can oh. hear the phone. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right, I'm just going to grab uh, this map. So, I, what, did, did we, did we, know, did we know where we were going? I just realized. Am I going to the forest? No, the cave. A cave, it's a cave system. That, that's what you said, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm like... Cool next to a cave, or a forest one. Wait, which one? <laughs> which one uh, you, Milkstake, appear yeah. in a river. And nice. you see uh, on your left is a really dark forest and a plume of smoke sort of rising above it. Above it. Above it. And to your right, you see distantly what looks like Asker and Schmorgasborden. And you are in the middle of a river being pulled down river towards presumably the south. Where would you like? To, oh. What would you like to do? Uh, I would like to transform into a fish. A, a fish. Okay. Please with the wild shape. With the wild shape. Okay. Yeah. And, do, do, and, and start dashing against the stream. Okay. It's only about thirty feet wide. That, that's fine. I wanna so make an impression. So you're trying to go <laughs> towards which direction? Towards the. I see. I see. Your compadres. Okay. Yeah, compadres. You get there within a matter of seconds. That's you're fine. now. Against, do you untransform? I assume. No, I jump on 
off the water. And, and then just like flap about <laughs> helplessly on land. Okay, you're currently <laughs> flapping about helplessly on land. Do you untransport? Yes. Okay, you untransport. After the entrance. Okay, nice. You see about 50 feet to your left, a tiny fish goes <laughs> and, just, and, just, and just lands on, the, on out of the water onto the bank. And then it becomes a halfling that looks like milk steak, and you think, oh, that's where he is. That's, uh, I'm not surprised. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's, you, that's, that's my how boy. I roll. <laughs> you dust yourself off, uh, mark off one of your wild shapes, and yeah. you find yourself... I was going to say, can you, do, can you do that a limited number of times? Yes. The, uh, wild shape, I think, is twice per short rest, according to that yeah. sheet. Yes. So he just wasted yes. one for, for, for show. <laughs> but, but I mean, it is it is both amusing and potentially practical. Like if that river was about to have piranhas or go over a waterfall, who knows? Yeah. Who Indeed. knows? <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. Well, so uh, you're in the middle of a field. So, uh, where, where, where do I see him? Yeah, he's about ten, 10 feet to the right of you. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. So I'll just, uh, just roll hello. Through. I'll just. You'll just wave <laughs> to to Arunas. Oh, okay. sorry, to Milksteak. You see Milksteak. Uh, you see Asker waving about uh, fifty feet to the east of you, to the right, let's say. And I'll wave at him back. I'll nice. Just... You guys wave for a few minutes, <laughs> and then uh, then okay. So uh, then 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 I turn to, to this cave thing and so how close how close is this tar thing coming out how, how far is it coming out uh, it comes out a good like 100 feet so you're you're kind and of standing gather. basically on it but is it flowing out it's not it's not actively flowing tar it looks like tar once flowed across this ground um, oh, okay. or maybe not flowed but tar once coated this piece of grass from the entrance to the cave to roughly where you are and towards the river but right. it's long since the source of it is gone, but the damage to the grass is still there. I see, okay. So Druid is like, I shed a tear. You shed a tear. <laughs> so Druid, yeah. Because of the damage to the environment. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I console you, because yeah. I'm also Druid. <laughs> Come on, Druids, there should be yeah. more tears yeah, from yeah, Druids. Yeah. <laughs> There's not been enough tears. No! <laughs> Greta! Greta. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I, 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 I um, so, yeah, so it's it's uh, it, it, do, do I think it's safe to walk on? Does it look like it's... You could make a nature check. Being the sorcerer, you feel quite in touch with nature. Uh, it's a seven. Seven, okay. With a seven, you would say, smells like tar, feels feels like tar. <laughs> Looks like tar. Must be tar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you, you lot. Is it safe to walk? Is it safe to walk on this? <laughs> you guys are druids, you should know nature stuff. I mean... Wouldn't be really safe to walk on a tar unless but if it's, it's really It's like sticky. tar residue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good, bro. You go first. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have to make a nature check? Make a check. nature check. It'll be funny. Uh, you, you make one as well, just for fun. I'm going to make a nature Four. check. Oh, but what's your nature? Oh, three. <laughs> but what's your nature skill? Uh, plus three, six. Six, and then uh, you. How much is mine? Uh, plus three, so seven. Okay, you're all. You don't know anything <laughs> about it other than the fact that it's tar residue. You don't know whether okay. that's dangerous. I'm, I'm going to take the initiative and given that I'm much larger, I'm just going to try and push my hand onto it to see if it takes my weight. Okay. And if it does, then it obviously Why not yours. foot? Because um, he's an orc. He thinks with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lost your head for a uh, Okay, you push down on it. It feels like grass. feels like uh, earth beneath it. It's a little sticky, but... You don't Not feel anything unusual. Okay. Maybe it's flammable. Let's back up and I'll just shoot a fireball just to make sure. Right? Okay. okay. Alright, so when everyone's backed up, I shoot a fireball at the... Okay, you shoot a firebolt and it starts to smolder and then a little fire gathers and it starts to catch. But it seems like a modest campfire rather than like a roaring inferno. Right, so it's not like... Yeah, and and no, it's no. not spreading like with the other it's, tar. It's, it's, it's kind of fitfully spreading in little pieces and then it dies in one place and it keeps going in another. You get the sense that the tar has improved the flammability somewhat, but it hasn't created... <laughs> it's not petrol. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. And is the tar the only way in? Can you walk alongside the tar and get in around the tar? Do you have to, do you have to go on the tar? It encompasses... What was the word? It coats the entire width of the entrance to the cave. Okay. Thanks, man. Um, what? Well, it's, it's coming out all the way. I mean, I didn't mm -hmm. burn the entrance. Mm -hmm. 
You can probably just dump out the flames with some concerted effort. Yeah. No. Okay. So let's let's let, let's, the flames. Yeah, let, let, let's let's walk in. Uh, it, it's uh, presumably looking very dark in the cave. It is. So I'll 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 do a little fireball on a on a on a um, torch. Okay. You want a torch? And then I'll uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 Leroy myself in there. Okay. You head in. You see an old wooden door lying in pieces around about 10 feet into the cave tunnel entrance. It's just like someone presumably has burst through it or out of it, you're not sure, but the remains of an old door are on the ground. Right. And there's presumably a frame somewhere around them as well. Uh, like around the... the yeah, there's, a, there's like a door jam so in a, a way, right. yeah. Can you do some sense magic? You can, can, can you, is that like an innate skill you have? Sense, yeah, you sense magic, magic, yeah. magic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll cast magic okay just to see so if there's one something. out of four my slots is out and we'll continue towards the door slowly checking okay. for traps uh, what was your question Sean how do you find what stuff you've got should be stuff being physical yeah. stuff or spells like or spells action? and things ah, there's a spell just page, another page. That one. Yeah, yeah that's the spell yeah. page okay but the stuff you actually have prepared should be Actually, you can choose now, I suppose. No, druids have all the spells prepared. No, they don't have all the spells no. prepared. They know all of them. Oh. But they have to choose each day when they wake up which one, for example, which four, five, six of them they're going to be able to use that day. It's like memorizing. Okay. It's the thing that Yuka doesn't have to worry about. Okay. If you look on your phone, you'll see probably which ones are prepared. And then you can fill in these circles to remind you of which ones they are. So keep scrolling to the right. Yeah, keep going. There, stop. Okay. So then, if you highlight Control Frame, Thundercat, Beast Bound, if you just highlight those, those seem to be the ones you've chosen. Okay. And they'll be prepared, but tomorrow when you wake up, you can choose different ones. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I haven't prepared my spells because I was Is thinking that, the druids have uh, access oh, you to want everything. Uh, thanks. Um, so I remember Flame Blade was nice. Lovely. Kind of nice, nice creamy finish. Uh, um, beast Bond. <laughs> A Moonbeam? I'm, I'm a big fan of creamy. So you're checking you check them off, yeah? yeah? How many spells? Four or six? Uh, four. I've got... I don't know. Uh, it was six, was it? I've got uh, five. You can prepare as many spells as you have slots. Oh, okay, yeah. Makes sense, yeah. Cool. Uh, if not, I'm, I'm going to decree that that's doable for the time being. That, that pen works when you hold it at the right angle, so we'll see. Uh, okay, cool. So the, you realize as you burst, well, as you post-burst through the door, that you have forgotten to prepare some of your spells. So the two druids stand there, sort of muttering incantations and gesturing <laughs> their hands. And you're in a dark, well, illuminated out to about 15 feet of bright light, and then another 10 feet beyond that of dim light. We're like the worst bunch of adventures ever. Yeah. <laughs> Two druids that grew up in that city, uh, <laughs> looking at the tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your detect magic indicates uh, nothing strong, but like a faint indication from the tower below you. Not that the tower itself is magical, but that it probably comes from a magical origin, like a magical plane Beast. or a magical pond or a beast or a person or whatever it was. A monster. Do we it's know like of, a, a, of, of some sort of monster of sorts that, that, that uh, has leaks, leaks tar or some sort? Make a history check. Skibash. God damn it, why am I rolling this? Hey, should, should I do a nature history, check? History, that's a ten. Wrong. Sure, ten. Um, should I do the same? Should I check? Go yeah, for it. Go for it. I think yeah. so. Yeah, we all... Like, it's good practice for you. Nine. Ooh, 14 plus 3, 17 nature. Is there any beast and diarrhea tar? Okay, and what was Sean's? 9. 9 plus your plus. nature? Or you could use history or nature, it's up to you. I plus 3 nature. Okay, so 12 presumably? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So 12, 17, 10. Okay, from history you would think that tar has association with the nine hells. From your reading, that's one of the places in which tar is prevalent. You don't know which specific creature, but you imagine that the creature possibly came from the Nine Hells. You, with 17, would know that 
from your innate understanding of nature and your learnings at the foot or roots of the grandfather tree, that it would take a more senior devil or more like uh, quite a powerful one to create this kind of residue. If you go back. Yeah, you scared a cat. <laughs> uh, but with your 17, you also would notice that it, this tar residue is quite old. It's probably many months old. Right. So we're, we're definitely going to have to fight a devil, right? Because that's A, what you're looking for, and B, all this tar and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So, yeah. okay. Do, does anyone know how to fight... Fight a devil. Do we not like what weaknesses? The like... bumblebees turn to themselves and ask, <laughs> "Does anyone know how to fight a devil?" I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. Can, do, should I roll again? Just so, like, like, what do, what do I know about devil? Like, for example, will my fireball be totally useless? Is that something I would make know? An arcana check, for you, please. God damn it! Five, uh, seven plus four, uh, eleven. Okay, with an eleven. You would suspect, you don't know for sure, but you would suspect that creatures that dwell within a fiery realm might be resistant to fire, but you're not sure if that's all of them or how much that resistance will help them, but it's something right. you think, it tickles the back of your memory, maybe that's a relevant piece of information. Cool. Right, well, it, it might be good, because if we walk around and suddenly, oh, the devil appears, and then boss music, then I just feel like we should probably try to have a plan. Yeah. Plans, yeah, yeah. plans have worked alright when we fought, when we fought like baddies in the past. That because we ran in and we started fighting and they like, oh, like yeah. oh shit and we just ran away, rested and, and came back with a plan. It right, worked, right, you know, right, like okay, using yeah. illusions and schemes. Yeah, 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 Kind yeah. of helped helped <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, at least uh, to okay. start out with, and after a while, it's literally just the rolls. Uh, and then it'll, it'll take a good while to know like what is a good thing to ask and what is a silly thing to ask and what is a you know meaningful thing to yeah, ask yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that yeah of course and then i think like stuff like understanding the rules of your class like i mean again we're still and this is now the fourth session with the uh, uh, well milk steak uh, as it were yeah and my fifth session with this character right okay and i still don't understand how like, you know, the, like we were still discussing how yeah, the spell yeah. stuff works. Yeah, so I don't, I, so, so, the things I chose, so I've got like, here, weapon attacks and cantrip, I don't know what cantrip is. It means you can do it as many times as you like, anytime you want. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a level zero spell. So produce flame. Yeah. Oh, you chose that as well, didn't you? No, I have, I have firebolt, oh, which right. is, I guess, slightly different. I've got unarmed strike. That just means punching someone. Okay. Uh, standard actions, that's all just normal stuff, I guess, like wild shape. The wild shape is good because if you guys can transform into stuff that somehow can effectively injure the devil guy, the demon feller, feller. Uh, <laughs> um, that would be good. Aruna's got his cape, which is good. A robe of useful items. Which is basically an item he got last. Uh, session. So right. uh, we found some loot sort of at the end of our last session. Yeah. Uh, I found a book, which I guess I didn't spend time reading, but let's pretend I did. Do we? Um, yeah, we can we can handle that later. Yeah. So uh, it basically gave me one extra core stat. Okay. Which is quite a big deal. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. That, Then that affects, like deception is based on my charisma. I have seventeen in charisma now because yeah. I've added. One when I leveled up and yeah. one when I read the okay, book okay. kind of thing. Uh, and then Arunas found a robe or cape with symbols on it. And then he, uh, these different symbols do different things. He basically grabs the symbol and throw it oh, okay. and then this yeah, thing yeah. happens. So he's got like, he can produce a, a ship or a boat out of nowhere. Or like when we were fighting last time, he threw it, threw, threw it on the ground and create like a pit. That this monster fell down in, and, and that, stood there that, and punched it. Is that it. specific, or can you just say anything you want? Like no, there's a specific set. Right. The yeah. items are like were they're, they're chosen from a limited number, and based like, on what you roll, kind of randomised. Yeah. That's okay, what the, okay. that's what the okay. patches contain. Actually, yeah. can you can what 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 do you still have left on your on your uh, cape of useful uh, stuff? I got a silver coffer, 
uh, two iron doors, one riding horse, a, a single rowboat, <laughs> a, a single window, and two portable rams. Oh yeah, we, we, we agreed that th these are not um, the animals. Right? <laughs> I heard that yeah. on the I was listening to it. We went through the semantics of it, it was very, it was very enjoyable. I'm a little bit, because two rams would have been cool though, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if you had a, a ram, like a male sheep, they could arguably do some ramming for you. Yeah, exactly. But arguably yeah. not as effective ramming as an actual ram. No, you're right. But they're also cuter. Ram. Yeah, you know the ones that like police use to break into the crack den? Those, yeah. those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, so it's on its way. I'll go grab it when it, uh, when it arrives. Uh, thank you. Cool. So Don't forget to monzo. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah. did. Did you guys get the monzo? Yeah, I'll read the transfer. It's weird. I think you're the only Sean in my phone. So Me. it's weird to just see the word Sean and be like, I didn't add any other words. <laughs> Sean from so and so. Sean, Sean, what? Uh, let me just do this Sean, now. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're, you're in a well-lit, because of your torch corridor, <laughs> you see that the tar residue on the ground of this cave tunnel is kind of still very much there, and it leads off to the left as the tunnel curves. Um, well, yeah, let's just proceed. Yeah. Troops run that's that's if we want to... Find out more about devils. Like, do we do we do we know? Um, oh yeah. Do, can, can it, if devils only dwell kind of like in the depths, or do they you surface? You can make a history check, please. Yeah. What was your statement? Yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a good good plan. Let, let's try to figure out what we know about no, <laughs> a one. A one. Okay, roll your d twenty again, and we'll see. Roll what the same again. Because when you roll a one. That's like proper. It's like a critical fail. fail critical fail. Yeah, right. So then something dumb happens. Just roll it again and we'll see what happens. 18. 18? Okay. Okay. For a moment, you feel a little bit embarrassed that, you know, this is your card. You've asked them to help you with the devil. And you think, <laughs> maybe we should think about the devils. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel a little bit embarrassed that you haven't been able to come up with anything helpful. But then you realize, you know, you've done some good stuff in the past, you did some adventuring, and you feel better about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank, thanks okay. thanks for the input, Sean. Uh, uh, milk, milk steak. Uh, um, can, you, can, you, can you do better than smorgasbord? And... <laughs> smorgasbord. What, what do you know about devils? I know everything about them. Uh, 14 plus... 3. Yeah, 17. Okay. That's pretty good. You would know that the Nine Hells are a fairly lawful place. It's just lawful evil. So they're, they're sort of, I mean, evil in the, in the sort of... Uh, in the D&D way. In the D&D sense. So that just means that it's just like a classification. Um, but lawful in the sense that there's a strict hierarchy amongst all the different yeah. devils in the Nine Hells, and each level has a certain superiority over the one next to it or whatever. And devils can leave the Nine Hells, as you were describing depths, and they can walk on the material plane if their superior tells them to, if they suddenly went rogue, if they are going to retrieve something for one of their bosses, you know, it's kind of a... They can, but it depends if they have a reason to. Right. Okay. Does that yeah. answer your question about yeah. whether they're in the depths or not? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, yeah. probably been here for a while then, if that tar, which... It might be he, he showed up, right? Or she, I, I don't really know. And, <laughs> devil. and she, probably fucked up people here, right? Because the smashed door, the tar coming out, and the tar maybe has been there for a couple of months. Maybe someone was trying to yeah. slay the, the she-devil. Uh, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, but if, they, if, if it doesn't belong here, it probably showed up and fucked people and fucked things up. So that, that's, okay. Or but, maybe the devil surfaced to find the flame. Oh, but isn't it... Isn't maybe it was given a task to find the flame. So but isn't the devil the flame that we're catching? Yes, you would know that the flame... What's your card, sorry? A star. Star, maybe the devil came up to try that's, and find the star. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what, that might not be... The, yeah, so he's probably guarding it, so we get both at the same time, because they'll kind of wrap it up neatly. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we are theory crafting too much compared to our like previous adventures. I think you're misremembering because we do this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like we should go like... Uh, I just don't want to run on. straight on. I think I feel like, uh, you know, 
getting our we have portable ramps, man. <laughs> <laughs> We've got portable ramps. <laughs> Alright, so Milksteak and leads an the way. I'm half orc with you now. And I'm, so I'm walking b- behind Milksteak. Okay, you see the passage <laughs> curve to the left, and you see it continue ahead of you, and there's a little side passage to the left, but the tar goes straight ahead. How far does this uh, side bit on the left? Like, is it, uh, it goes about or? 10 feet, and then it curves again that you can't see where it curves to, but the side passage goes for about 10 feet, then goes to the right out of sight. Do we just follow the tar, or should we I have do that a side bad, bad FOMO of like missing out on like uh, nice cloaks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like nice cloaks <laughs> and other useful items. Okay, should we? Yeah, I think see we what's kind of sidetrack. Like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if it's getting like way too deep, yeah, then yeah, we can then, turn, yeah, turn yeah, it back. Turn but back. if it's a nice loot just around the corner, yeah, yeah, yeah. or a clue, yeah. Or a star, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we, you're going which direction? The down on the left, okay. the non-tar way. You turn to the left, and you walk for about 20 more feet, you take a corner, and then the passage opens up to a slightly larger space. There's another passage leading at the end to the right, and directly in front of you, you see like a weakened, semi-broken piece of wall, like cave wall, that you can sort of see through to the next little chamber, but you can't actually seem to get through it because of all the rubble. Sounds like it's going to be a little bit of a maze. Okay, can my Detect Magic see, still see anything? You're like not getting, other than the, the sort of residual reading from the tar, you're not yeah. getting anything else. Because um, it's 30 feet, right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah it does. Cool. Um, so there was the... There's rubble, is the rubble, can we rubble. move the rubble? Yeah, I'm just thinking, will it all have like a proper cave in and shit? You can make a nature check about the rubble. We'll do a rubble check. A rubble check. (laughs) (laughs) You're rubble, mate. Eight and three, eleven. Okay, it's fairly straightforward. You look up uh, above the rubble and you notice that the cave ceiling is fairly intact. It's mostly just the, the wall itself that has been rubbleized, so you feel that a cave-in is not likely given that situation. Obviously, you're in an unfamiliar cave, nothing is ever impossible, but it's more like damage was done to the wall than the ceiling. Right. Shall we try and get through that? Because it feels like something might be on the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's too tempting. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I want to know what's there. Okay, let's move the rubble. Yeah, we, we, we start working on moving the rubble. Yeah. Okay, make a perception check. All of us? Perception. Yeah. Natural 20. Wow. Four. 18. And what's this one? Sorry, nature. Yeah. Oh, no, this is perception. Oh, perception. 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five. Five, okay. <laughs> uh, Asker and Schmorgasbord and rush to the rubble, and you're stuck behind trying to, like, see through their legs. And you two notice straight away through the gaps in the rubble, in the chamber on the other side of the rubble, there's, like, a little mining cart, like a mining thing that used to go on those little tracks. Oh. And it's filled with rock and just beside that uh, mining cart is this like emaciated sort of like creature that looks like it was once like a dwarf it's about dwarf height but like 10 times thinner and more sort of skeletal and it's just sort of standing there sort of swaying not doing anything and it smells bad even through the rubble let's kill it you also (laughs) notice you also notice with the natural 20 on the wall of this subsequent chamber on your left, just in front of the, or just beside the mining cart, is like a, what appears to be the edge of a gold nugget, sort of sticking out of the wall, as if it was being, in the process of being mined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds kind of like this. Some gore. <laughs> I, think, I think we try and save it. We're, we're kind, we're good people. Are we? No. <laughs> I mean, with nature. <laughs> you, you are kind of meant to be, though. I'm not. I'm a criminal make in the a, spy. Make a uh, performance <laughs> check. Uh, that's a 15 plus. What, what's a performance? Uh, it's just one of the skills. Oh, uh, 18. 18. You get the sense that despite Asker being modest, modest and saying, oh, I'm not a nice guy, you get the sense that he seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, well let's let's let let us let us let us push the rubble. 
Uh, have we, we haven't cleared it, right? We no. just see you just, it. This is what you noticed as soon as you went up to start moving it. Okay. Okay, so why don't one of us keep an eye on that fucking thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on the thing so you guys can rubble it. Yeah, and this. Yes, and then we push him in front when they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's doing what? Uh, he's keeping an eye out and we move the rubble. Move the okay, rubble. you can both make athletics checks, please. Uh, listen, 18 plus zero. Eight. <laughs> 18. Mm -hmm. Athletics, eight. Uh, 11. Okay. You manage to clear most of the way. It's almost possible by creatures of your size. You chuck the rocks out of the way. It's not too difficult. You notice that the creature on the other side starts to like turn and like walk, shuffle towards the rubble that you're clearing. 